T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Be the ball. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. It's the raw. Another good one, Pauly. I forget bro's name from the Bronx that called in. Justice, yeah. Justice, uh recommended this. I already knew it. Jay-Z Blueprint 2, The Gift and the Curse. I ran that a lot as a teenager. Keith McPherson here, your nighttime host, as we proceed. I got two hours left. Sal is next at 12. I saw Sal tweeting out, back on the fan. 12 to 5, so Sal will follow up with a 12-hour show, and you guys can go over whether you want Adam Adovino back, and what's the next move for this Mets bullpen. Carlos Carrasco, they're trying to get a little younger, right? They want to trade him and bring in a younger starter. But you know what? You Mets fans got to stop being so greedy. No, I'm, on I'm, that I'm subject, kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> a little news here on the Mets. What's Ken Rosenthal tweeting out. The Mets are showing interest in Carlos Correa. Of now, we knew that. that, but when Ken Rosenthal tweets this out, it gives a little bit of substance. It's a little bit more substantive when Ken Rosenthal is going to put his name behind it. Now, he mentions the Twins and the Giants in the mix. But as a Mets fan, for me, when Ken Rosenthal says the Mets are showing interest in Carlos Correa, we have now gone to another level. Where there's smoke, there's arson. So Carlos Correa is going to be a Met. He's going to play third base for the Mets. I mean, Brett Beatty's got to wait a little bit. That's, um... And then you effectively, in New York, have your new Jeter, A-Rod, on the left side of the infield. But it always goes back to the Yankees. It does. Crosstown crossover. <laughs> we know you guys want to be like the Yankees. No, this is, this is, this is what I want. This is, as a Met fan, what I said earlier, when they haven't improved the offense, they're really, I don't know how much better they are. If they sign Carlos Correa... Yeah. We know where they we know where they are. We know what the ceiling is going to be. We know what has to happen. He's a dog. He's a dog. You can't take that away from him. He's no, a dog. No, he's a 
They, the guy's a player. He's smart. What he did in the postseason for Fox last yeah, year. Yeah, he really you, flexed he was, his knowledge. He, he really was flexed a, how much of the game he actually knows. Ver- a very being a captivating personality, man. Like, he... He knows a lot, and you put that in that clubhouse with Lindor, with Alonzo, and again, I'm not. No one's saying this is going to happen, but for me, when Ken Rosenthal tweets this out, it's legitimate. It's legitimate, and it goes to another level. It's it's legitimate. I'm not going to lie; I'm hating a little bit because (laughs) Yankees fans I know are hating. There's there are Yankees fans that have been pounding the table for Carlos Correa the last two years, and I'm hating a little bit because. Anyone is a reality for the Mets. Like they, nobody is outside of the of Steve Cohen's reach. You know what it's, it's like. It's just money. You know what it's like. It's like Mets fans during the heyday of Steinbrenner and the Yankees, where we just thought, you know yeah, what? But it's, it's not like we have the Will Ponds as the Yankees owners. Like the Yankees could still be doing. No, this. I know, but it's they the, made a whole tax for Steve Cohen, right? But and he's like, I don't care. I don't care. Right. About but tax. my point is, Steinbrenner didn't care either back in the late nineties, early two thousands, and even. Really, to the mid two thousand with Tejera, Giambi, et cetera, et cetera, and that's how I, that's how I thought as a Met fan is that holy crap, they're going to keep buying players and buying World Series. Good for the player for getting paid, but on and on and on. And now it's it's clear what Steve Cohen's doing. And as a Met fan, I, I I absolutely love it. Like this is incredible that like this guy is that committed to bringing a title to Queens, something I need in my life. Before I get the hell off this planet, <laughs> is I need I don't need twenty seven. No, I just I need one. I know, and he's trying to make it happen. In he's this trying to make it happen in, in the next window. three three to five years. That that's it's clear and specific, especially if they actually pull this deal off with Correa. And again, no one's saying they they're they are, but when Rosenthal puts his name behind it, it's legit. Yes. So this all came from yesterday at six eleven p.m. at Easy Nine One Four on Twitter. Tweets this, yo, if Steve Cohen, and he at Steve, Stephen A. Cohen too, yo, if Steve Cohen really wants to FTW of the MLB, what, FTW? F the, I, I, I get it. Yeah, and I, I put that together, I'm like, for the Keith, win. don't say that. FTW the- is for the win. For the win, baby. But he meant, like, mess Actually, up could, the world of honestly, Major League Baseball. If he really wants to flip Major League Baseball and just go in and sign Carlos Correa, Tell him to pick second base or third base for the next six-plus years, and let's roll. Steve Cohen liked that tweet, and Steve Cohen's been on Twitter long enough to understand how Twitter works and that everybody sees everything he does from replies to likes. He liked that tweet, and then everybody said, hmm, we know Carlos Correa wants to come to New York. It's clear the Yankees don't want him. He was rumored with the Yankees. The Yankees passed up on him last year. They probably pass again this year. Is there an option for him to go to Queens? This guy spares no expense. Yeah, anybody is on the table. And the longer it goes, Scott Boris is trying to get paid. And he's trying to get his guy paid. And he wants a bigger deal than he signed with Minnesota. And and Correa doesn't want to be in Minnesota. He wants to be in New York. He wants to be in big market New York City. Go ahead. Bring him bring him to the Mets. I would love to see it. I, I wouldn't mind it at all. But I am hating because it's like, man. You got to envy this owner, not just for your baseball team, for any team you root for. Any team you root for that you dream of them improving, you you dream of them going after top free agents, you dream of them winning in that aspect and it leading to them winning on the field, Steve Cohen's doing it. So 
Moneybag Co. I got to meet the guy, shake his hand. I told him. In the Subway Series behind home plate, he was sitting in Legends to my right. It was me, C-Mac, and Tommy. Shout out to Craig hooking up the seats. And I told him, man, I'm like, love what you've done. Like, can't even hate on that. Like, very quickly. Like, not just the players, but like the Tom Seaver statue. Keith Hernandez retirement. Willie Mays. Uh, bringing the black jerseys back. Bringing Old Timers Day back. Like, you are a boss. And you've got all of my respect, but let's go Yanks. And the Yanks were able to take those two games from the Mets, and I laughed. <laughs> Money couldn't buy you those two wins in the Bronx. All right, back to the phones. Let's see where we're at. Everybody's still talking Jets. Everybody's still talking Giants, and that's perfectly fine. Let's go to Ross. Ross in Rockville Center on the fan. Hey, what's going on, Keith? You're making it hard to talk about the Jets as a Mets fan, but... I have to step in when you're talking about Mike White. Okay. Oh, and by the way, how much did that guy Ralph sound like Marissa Tomei from My Cousin Vinny? My 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 <laughs> brothers are all my brothers are all Lions fans. My father's father was a Lions fan. His brother was a Lions fan. You uh, gotta go back and get that call, Paulie. <laughs> Clip that. <laughs> but uh yeah, for, for for Mike White, I mean, how do you say that this guy's not the future? He comes in as the backup. And he changes, like, the whole team. The, the momentum is there. He's making plays. He's making throws. He is winning a game. But then the other two losses, he plays games that he's not supposed to win. And he makes them close. I mean, this guy is the truth. And you know how hard it is to find a quarterback. Look how, look how long they've waited for somebody like this. Yeah, but they're not scoring touchdowns. He's completing passes. And I, and I think it's just a matter of what you had versus what you have now. Zach Wilson, he couldn't even complete passes. He couldn't even get the ball to guys successfully. Like, he couldn't get the ball in his playmaker's hands. So when you see a guy at least getting the ball to Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore, Mims, Berrios, it's like, wow, this guy's the truth. But I think the Jets can do better. And I think that Garrett Wilson can be one of the top receivers in the league if he's got a better quarterback. But I also don't want to hate on Mike White. He needs better protection. He needs a better offensive line in front of him. And... Maybe if they went to him sooner, he'd be better off. But uh, I, I'm not hating on the guy. He's tough. He's coming and done what they've asked. Obviously, his teammates love him. But I'm looking at this Jets team and this defense, and I, and I think there are better options out there. I don't think he's the franchise. I don't think he's the future. I think he's just good enough for what you guys have right now. He's better than Flacco. He's better than Zach Wilson. He was able to beat the Bears. But, like, I don't know if he's leading you to victory the rest I of the way. I, Keith, I think this guy deserves a chance. He comes in there. He stands in. He takes a ruthless hit. He could sit in that locker room for the rest of the game, and nobody's going to blame him. He comes out, and he plays, and he makes passes, and he takes more hits, and he's still making completions. And you know what? Those touchdowns are going to come. Those touchdowns are going to come. And you have to also remember, I mean, this is not somebody who was uh, prepared to be the starting quarterback. Like ever. He's not supposed to so, be a starter in this league. He wasn't drafted like a starter in this league. He wasn't sought after like a starter in this league. He was cut five times. That's what I'm saying. He is good for right now. I'm not hating the guy. I'm not knocking the guy. But the Jets, dude, if they really want to be a playoff the team, they got to get a better quarterback. This guy's performing on the stage, and there's plenty of people with way better pedigrees that never performed on the stage. This guy's on the stage. He's performing, and you know there's quite a few people who were drafted very, very late that ended up working out pretty good, and you know who I'm thinking about. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't want it to sound like I'm against Mike White. I'm against the Mike White hype. 
I'm, I'm against rating a guy. Like, you sound like somebody who would be rooting for Apollo Creed because Rocky didn't have the right pedigree. Come on, no, no, man. No, no, Let's no, root no, no. for this guy. No, I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting for him to do well. But I think Jets fans can do better. I think the, the Jets franchise can do better. They were ready to go to Zach Wilson thinking Zach Wilson was better than Mike White, right? And to start the year, they went to Joe Flacco because Mike White didn't have it in the preseason. So now he's, again, got his opportunity. It's deja vu from last year, right? He gets an opportunity. He wins a game against the Bengals, completely surprises them. Mike White hype, Mike White hype, but then he comes back down to earth. He comes in. He wins the game against the, the Bears. Mike White hype, Mike White hype, but he's... He's not. I don't think he's not winning the game. Like he's not he's, throwing the ball I, into the end zone. But I don't think you could hate on him for not beating the Vikings and not beating the Bills. Yeah, but this when is, you say those touchdowns are going to come, you can't wait. They got to come this Sunday against the Lions or the Giants or, or the it, Jets baby. are on thin let's ice. Let's let's prove Ralph wrong. Let's, and I'm not even a Jets fan. I'm a Bills fan. I just been like watching Mike Mike White. My kids like watching Mike White. Everybody's liking watching Mike White. He makes the game way more interesting. So I'm looking forward to it. He's better than Zach Wilson. Thanks for the call, Ross. But, like, you guys got to get real. Look around the NFL. You've got Patrick Mahomes looking like he's running out of bounds and flipping the ball to Jarek McKinnon. You've got guys like Josh Allen flying headfirst for for touchdowns and first downs. You've got Jalen Hurts, another guy that can do it with his arm, with his legs. There's so many other quarterbacks out here in this league. Dak, you know, Dak, as much as I, you know, don't support Dak and he – he throws picks. He can, he can he can make some throws. He can make some plays. He can score the ball. Uh, I'm definitely forgetting some other guys. There are other better quarterbacks out here, man. Um, Mike White is mid, and I'm not hating on the guy because he is a guy that has overachieved for himself. But if the Jets are serious about being a playoff team and a contender, uh, he's not moving them in that direction. He's just better than Zach Wilson. He's good for right now. But that like that good enough for right now? I hate to break it to you, that good enough for right now is not getting you into the playoffs in 2022. He's got to be able to punch it in. He's got to be able to get the ball into the end zone this Sunday against the Lions. And they're a team that can score 30 points. Has Mike White scored 30 points on anyone besides the Bears who are picking second in the NFL draft? No. They they put up 22 against... The Vikings, they put up 12 against the Bills. He had 31 against the Bears, but, like, come on. They were playing with Trevor Simeon. Trevor Simeon literally injured his oblique or his, uh forget what, I think it was an oblique injury. He injured himself in, in warm-ups and uh, finished the game, and then his season was over. So you're, you were playing against a guy on one leg. You can't you can't get disillusioned because Zach Wilson was so bad. We talked about Zach Wilson on this station, and I said he he can't even do the basics. It's like he skipped a step. It's like he came in the NFL as a gunslinger. He's Patrick Mahomes. He's Brett Favre. He's improvising. He's making plays. He's Josh Allen, and he's not. What you're seeing from Mike White is he can run the offense. He can throw quick game. He can he can complete these quick passes, but is he punching it in? Are they converting third downs? Are they consistently putting drives together that turn into six points and not three? It's not good enough in the NFL. You got there's there's better quarterbacks. It's okay. And I don't hate the guy. I, I'm tired of talking about it honestly. Like it, Mike White isn't even the focus. It's the whole team. We'll see this week.
when they face the Lions, a team that consistently put up 30 points this year, and you're looking at Mike White and the offense, if he's able to keep pace with them, great. If they're able to win the game, great. When I come in here on Monday, I'll say, you know what, they surprised me. But I don't feel like that. I don't feel like they can keep up with the Lions. And I think that defense is going to have their hands full. Let me check the weather on Sunday. Sunday's supposed to be sunny, 38. So the elements won't play a factor, right? It'll just be a little cold. They're going to need more. Garrett Wilson's got to take one to the house. Knight's got to break one, take one to the house. Michael Carter can't put the, the ball on the ground. Mike White, they have to take some chances with Mike White. LaFleur has to dial up some plays, some trick plays, be in their bag. Because you know what? The Lions got no problem going to the trick plays. The Lions have five receivers, two running backs, and a quarterback who was a number one overall pick that's starting to play like it now. He's better than Mike White. There's a, there's a, a long list of quarterbacks that are better than Mike White. Last thing I'll say on Mike White, like being tough, and taking a hit, my guy Kenny Pickett said, you know, when he came in and he was taking hits and making throws, he's like, I'm the quarterback. That's my job, right? The quarterbacks don't have to fight defensive tackles or guards on every play. They're not being one-on-one matched up on the outside corner versus receiver. They're not going up and filling the gap, uh, running back on linebacker. They're not a safety. You know, they're not meeting safeties in the hole. To be a quarterback, you got to be tough, and you got to take those hits that come as you're delivering the ball, and you can't be afraid. Let's see if Mike White is timid this week. Let's see if Mike White is a little sore going into this game, and he's a little hesitant this week. We don't know that yet. I think he's a great story. I think he has overachieved for what he was expected to be, but he's not the future for the Jets. If the Jets think that they're a playoff team, and then like you need a quarterback that can get in the end zone. I thought it was crazy that the Jets were talking about just being able to chill for a little while when they come off the field because Zach Wilson was three and out. What you're looking at with Mike White is he is mid. He's an average quarterback. He can run the offense. He can complete passes. But how much are they scoring? How much are they punching the ball into the end zone? That's ultimately what they need to do against the Lions, against the Jaguars, against the Seahawks, and against the Dolphins. All of those teams have better quarterbacks, better passing attacks. So the defense is going to have their hands full. Will Mike White be able to keep up the scoring to win the game, to win three out of these four games? I wouldn't bet on it. But still a great season for Gang Green and still a great season for Robert Sala and the New York Jets. They overachieved. They surprised a lot of people, and they're still in the hunt. Keep McPherson on the fan. I got to break it down. We'll get back to your calls. More sports talk. I would like to keep going with the Mets talk. We'll do that when we come back after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medela. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medela, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Your official station to talk Giants. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Ah, man. When I was a little boy, George Steinbrenner was doing what Steve Cohen is doing. Man, I remember A-Rod coming to the Yankees and it was like, wait, what? (laughs) And the Yankees went on to win one World Series with that pairing, but they won a ton of games and they were successful with A-Rod moving to third base. And we saw the Captain movie where... A-Rod told Jeter, like, hey, man, like, I'm coming here to play third base. And as soon as they want to try and move me over there or something, I won't play. Like, I've got respect for you at shortstop. I'm coming here to win. I want to be a Yankee. I want to win the World Series. And they ended up doing that. And now, fast forward, I don't know, some 20 years, we have BR Walkoff, which is Bleacher Report's baseball page on Twitter, tweeting out 20 minutes ago, the Mets are showing interest in Carlos Correa, and he would likely play third base per Ken Rosenthal. It's just everyone now is running with the Ken Rosenthal athletic article. I don't have an athletic account, so I didn't even try and read the article. And honestly, I don't really want to know. (laughs) I'm going to find out if this goes down either way. I think Mets Twitter is super active right now from everything I could see. And there's just no way for Mets Twitter to be this active about Carlos Correa and not have Yankees Twitter weigh in on it because the Yankees fans have been calling for Carlos Correa since the end of the 2021 season. And here we are where I think the Mets could could sign him for like five or six years and, and Steve Cohen wouldn't blink. Hey, whatever, get him. How much? Okay, cool. He's going to play third base? Fine by us. Yeah, bring him. And then that puts a bat in your lineup that like, I don't. You. Know, I don't have to tell you. I don't, there's no. I don't have to tell anyone. There's no one listening that has watched Carlos Correa's career, the damage he's done in October. Like you don't need me to sell him for you. If the Mets add him to play third base, while Brian Cashman sits on his deal, checking on Max Kepler, and other bargain bin trades and clearance rack moves and these under the radar transactions. While Carlos Rodon still is out there waiting for the Cardinals or the Twins to sign him. And the Yankees have not improved. This offseason, the first order of business 
was to re-sign Rizzo. Cool. Thank you. And I think that aided in Aaron Judge wanting to come back. They got him. They also re-signed, or I don't know exactly the terms of it, but they agreed to a one-year deal with IKF for $6 million, and then they got Tommy Canely. That's it right now. I guess there's an addition by subtraction, getting some of these guys out of here, like Britton, Chapman, or whatever, but the Yankees were eliminated because they could not hit. And as it currently stands, some of those same guys that couldn't hit are going to be right there in the lineup. They haven't improved. And the Mets, you know what? The Mets, like, I, you can't hate on the Mets. The energy that I want the Yankees to carry after being swept by your arch nemesis and watching them celebrate on your field, getting the MVP and the AL pennant. Like, I, I wanted the Yankees to go scorched earth. And so, you know, what? yeah, we're signing Aaron Judge, and we're getting a bunch of other guys, too. And we're going all in because we were in the Final Four. We understand there's one team we got to beat to get back to the World Series. We're in a championship window. Our guys are in our are in their primes. Our guys are over 30. They're not going to be young forever. We have to win now. Let's have some urgency. No urgency. Brian Cashman signed for four years. We're a week in on that deal. We're a week since the Arson Judge tweet. Go look at what Steve Cohen did from two Fridays ago when we learned that Jacob deGrom was signing with the Texas Rangers. I told y'all on air, it gave me the same vibes of Noah Syndergaard playing around with them and signing with the Angels. How did they respond to that? With Escobar and Canna and Marte and Scherzer. And look what they just did. After a year that they won 101 games and they got bounced in the first round, they lose DeGrom and Steve Cohen, a.k.a. Moneybag Co. says, <laughs> watch this. Bring back Brandon Nimmo. Pay him whatever we got to pay him to beat everybody else out. Eight years, 162, money in it thing. Justin Verlander, Cy Young winner, World Series winner. He wants to come to New York and not the Yankees. Oh, yeah. Pair him up with his old pal, Max Scherzer, those will be our one-two combination. More effective than DeGrom was with Scherzer last year. Also, improve this rotation. We don't need Chris Bassett. We traded for him last year. We don't need to re-sign him. Let him go sign with the Blue Jays. We'll go get Jose Quintana. Just right there are game one starters. That's the Mets, the Astros, and the Cardinals. Game one starter from last year's postseason. Those are your top three for the Mets. Kodai Senga, please go look Kodai Senga up. Last night, I started getting into the weeds, talking about the summer Koshian and the Japanese culture and one of my favorite Yankees, Masahiro Tanaka, and his relationship with Kodai Senga. And if he is a uh, Masahiro Tanaka clone or or anywhere close to him from the time that they've spent together from uh, you know winning gold in the Olympics and World Baseball Classic, the Mets might have an under-the-radar ace who's just going to be disciplined and care nothing uh, about the outside noise or the fans booing. He's just going to come in and pitch. And they're not done. They're not done. They made a couple trades here. Get, you know, get Brooks Rally, a lefty reliever for the bullpen. I guess they'll bring Adovino back. But whoa, 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 Carlos Correa. Carlos Correa, last night at 6 o'clock, somebody tweets that and, and tags Steve, Steve Cohen. He likes to tweet which to me is it's a clear sign. He didn't have to like a tweet. That's a public indicator that, yeah, I'm thinking like you're thinking or agreed in this thought or 
might even be a couple steps ahead of you. Why would Ken Rosenthal put his name next to this if there wasn't any truth to the Mets probably talking to Scott Boris and thinking about bringing Carlos Correa in to play third base next to Francisco Lindor? That's actually ridiculous. And for my Puerto Rican listeners, my Puerto Rican fans that are also Mets fans, Carlos Correa and Francisco Lindor next to each other? You're going to see those Puerto Rican flags at City Field. That, that's a hell of a combination on that left side, and that changes the lineup instantly. It does, and that's a few of the the big parts of the article. And it was done by Rosenthal, Dan Hayes, and Andy McCullough, who are all like three really good writers and journalists and insiders, is that Lindor actually approached Cohen to get Correa to play third. That better, seems, better than Javi Baez. Right. That seems to be <laughs> the story now is that Lindor said, hey— is this possible? Can we do it? And I'm sure from a, from a baseball point of view, Steve Cohen and Billy Upper are thinking, can we really do another six, seven, eight-year deal? The answer is probably not. So how long? Six years. Six. Max. May, maybe. But I'm sure they're thinking, maybe would he do the high money, low year? Yes. Would, would, he would just he, did it. Right. So would he do it again for another contract? To come to New York where he's been trying to, to right. get for so years? Would yeah. he do it for like, th- would he do a three-year deal at like $40 million per? I don't I know. think so. And I don't even know 40 He went to just, Minnesota, bro. Nobody wants to go to Minnesota. Right. He went to Minnesota because nobody else was going to give him the money you know he what felt it was? like he deserved. Right. It was the mini judge bet on himself deal really in Minnesota. Because I'm sure someone else would have given him a longer-term deal, but they didn't want to give him the money. So he bets on himself in Minnesota. He plays there, kind of grinds it out, and off you go. This is the Louis Vuitton of leadership. This is the Dior of defense. <laughs> Remember Scott Boris talking about Carlos Correa like he was a, a luxury fashion item? And then Carlos Correa himself coming out there and saying, like, yeah, you know, if I want Dior, if I want, D- want Gucci, I go get it. So Steve Cohen... You're speaking his language. He's a rich guy. <laughs> You're speaking his language. He's got all the money in the world. He's like, oh, I like fancy things. You mean to tell me it just cost me a couple dollars to go get the Dior of defense, the, the Louis V of leadership? Why not? And one more thing from Rosenthal, and this is a quote, for all Cohen has invested, people familiar with his thinking indicated the owner still believes the Mets need more offense prompting the team to explore not just the market for Correa, but for players such as J.D. Martinez and former Met Michael Conforto. So, Mm. thankfully, Cohen is realizing what I have been saying the past two weeks is that you're running back the same team from an offensive point of view probably wouldn't, wouldn't be the best. It's fine because the team won 101 games last season. So, obviously... You know, when you take that into consideration, it's not like the team is bad. It's not like the offense was the worst offense in baseball. But at least he's realizing that maybe to get to that next level, whatever that is, a little bit more offense would be in play. And I I think I've heard J.D. Martinez a ton the last few days because I think he would make sense as as a D.H. Same thing for Conforto if they want to run it back and he can still play the outfield. And again, listen, Correa would be... You know, Correa would be the Hermes of hitting. Right. Correa would be the guy. The Prada of the postseason. 
Oh, I, I keep going with this alliteration, man. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I'm not making them up. These are things that they put out there. Carlos Correa and Scott Boras thought of these designers and how to flip them into what he is to make him seem like this luxury item. And I just tweeted out, Moneybag Co., he likes expensive things. You're talking his language. He can afford Dior and Hermes and Louis V and Prada. You mean to tell me that Carlos Correa represents those things in the form of a third baseman for the New York Mets? Man, you Mets fans are spoiled. I never thought I'd see the day. <laughs> All right, let's get back to the phones. Lou and his story has been waiting for a while. What's up, Lou? Hello, Keith. How's it going, man? How you doing, brother? Listen, I don't want to waste my time on Mike White. I agree with you 100%. I mean, the guy just uh, against uh, the Vikings, okay, 3 for, three for 16 on third down, 1 for 6 and, and, and the red zone, okay? I mean, you know, Wilson didn't do well, but if it wasn't because of Bill Belichick, the Jets would be in, in, in would be on top of the division. So I, I don't get it that the media is going crazy on this guy. You're the only guy that I've seen makes sense because everybody else. It's like when on the I don't know if you remember the the Thursday game that this week that went by. Everybody was saying, "Hey, it's unwatchable. You can't watch that." I come from the bowling from bowling. I watched that game. <laughs> yeah, listen to this. I, I I come from bowling. We won everything. I was so happy. Like, oh the hell, the hell with the the media. Let me watch this game. And I see Baker, uh, Baker uh, Mayfield, okay? Did something that uh, only Peyton Manning can do. Can you imagine if he was playing for the Jets? If the Jets God, had a worse guys, record, he, they might have been able to claim him, but the Rams aren't stupid. They have a worse no, no, record. They saying, took him. Those, those throws that he made, because they're talking about this guy. Uh, yeah, this uh, is a guy that, that had to learn of... the playbook in two days. He had no real days, live reps with Van Jefferson he, or Ben Skoranek. I couldn't believe it. I saw one of the greatest games I ever saw in my life. I, it, I, it had me. It had me stuck. I'm like, I cannot believe that happened. The Raiders suck, but Baker Mayfield woke up feeling dangerous, and yeah, that's an NFL. That's an NFL performance. That like, that's an NFL quarterback performance that we may never see again. Unbelievable. Let me tell you something. That was incredible. I came from ball, like I told you, we won all the points. We were in first place, and when I saw that performance, it was incredible. Anyway, let me go to the Mets. You produce this 100 percent right. The only thing that Steve mistake that he made was that he allowed Trent Turner, which uh, George Steinbrenner would not allow, to go to a division team, okay, a great player like that. That that was the only mistake, and I think that the Grom stuff, I think he was uh, disrespected. Why did he, he was let go, I don't understand. But, you know, Steve, with all his money, he's going to go overcome all this mistake because now you're probably right. He's going to bring Korea. Okay, that's going to make up for it because Yankees and Mets, it was not about pitching. It was about hitting. Okay, and that's what the situation is with them. That's the reason why. I mean, the pitching with the Yankees kept them in the division. Okay, otherwise, I mean, I don't understand why. Why, why this GM now? The, the the order now is over the GM, and the GM, which I never like, is over the, the manager. It's a disconnect. That this is not <laughs> going to work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. Why do you got Ben Attendee out there, Fred Turner, which we, I just mentioned to you? You let him go. Okay. $27 million a year. It took $42 million less to go to a dump like Philadelphia. I'm sorry if you if you like Philadelphia. I don't. But why would you leave San Diego, which is a paradise, LA. to go to Philadelphia and take $42 million? Oh, versus go to San Diego for $42 million more. I, I'll tell you, and, and thanks for the call, Lou. 
what I knew about Trey Turner, he went to NC State. Am I incorrect with that? He went to NC State and played baseball. His wife, from what I read, was uh, on the gymnastics team. She is from Flemington, New Jersey, which is about an hour ride from Philadelphia where he ended up signing. They wanted to be close to home. They wanted to be back on the East Coast. He had already played for the Washington Nationals, came up with the Nationals, played his whole career there. How far is D.C. from Philly? How far is Philly from where his wife's family is? They have kids. He wanted to come back here. Would he potentially have played for the Mets? Maybe. Would he have potentially played for the Yankees? Maybe. But he already had the connection with his boy Bryce Harper, who went from Washington to Philly. So he went to Philly to join him in that team, and they have a spot for him, and uh, good for him. He signed $300 million, 11 years, and he told the Padres, I don't want your money. <laughs> like Judge did, and like a bunch of other guys did. Xander Bogarts was like, I'll have it, and good, because the Red Sox suck, and nobody knows what Heim Bloom, Bloom is doing. So at least while the Yankees aren't doing anything, the Red Sox aren't getting that much better. But, I mean, they signed Masataka Yoshida. They signed Kenley Jansen. They're doing something. They're just making a lot of the wrong moves as far as keeping their own guys. I don't think they end up keeping Rafael Devers. I'd like to see him play third base for the Yankees. He kills the Yankees. Keep McPherson on the fan. We got to break it down. When we come back, let's take these calls now. People are calling to talk about the Mets. We'll do that when we come back. Argue about it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Yo. Money, power, respect. I got to kick some raps, man. I need to actually, like, challenge myself to write a WFAN rap, a sports rap that I can kick on air. Like, I hear the beat, and I'm ready to freestyle. But the chances of you freestyle rapping and it being good are slim. Slimmer than the Jets and Giants' chances of making the playoffs. Anywho, keep McPherson on the fan. Carlos Correa. Could he play third base for the Mets? I mean, the Yankees could use a third baseman, shortstop, another bat in the lineup, but no way. IKF was their preference over Carlos Correa last year. <laughs> I think he still is. So here comes Moneybag Co. and the Make It Happen Mets. If you, if you let them hang around long enough, they got money to blow. And I, I think I, I've heard Salicata and a bunch of other people say, like, this, this Steve Cohen tax, all right, like, if, if you're already over 20 million, 30 million, 40 million, go over 100 million. What does it matter? You're over, you're over. The money's not going to change his day. You know it'll change his day? A trip to the World Series, a World Series ring. It'll all be worth it. Because when you win the World Series, you print money for at least a year. And in most cases now, it's hard to get to the World Series and win. You win a World Series, you can eat off that for five years. The Astros did. Then they went back and won another one. So, can't hate on him. Can't hate on the guy, man. It is what it is. But let's run through these calls. Open mic night the rest of the way. I've got another hour. Salicata will come through at 12, and I'm sure he's excited. I saw him posting that that uh, high school picture. It's not even a high school picture. It's just like a glamour shot by Deb, like a portrait of Steve Cohen that Salicata puts on his Twitter. <laughs> It's a hilarious photo because it's like, this is the guy. This is the guy. Like, this is the guy doing all this. He's a demon. He's a madman. An evil villain. Steve Cohen, owner of the Mets. 
Wasn't A-Rod about to be the owner of the Mets? <laughs> Let's go to Matt in Essex County, first up on the fan. You got it, Matt. What's up, Keith Fan? Good to hear your voice again, man. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Having fun. I'm actually in here watching the end of that Dallas Cowboys game. They're about to win. 46 seconds left. I'm just waiting on the breaking news from Jeff Passan that tonight the Mets have signed Carlos Correa. I, I don't know. It could happen. It could happen, and you know what can definitely not happen? The Yankees are not signing him. No, the, no, the Yankees <laughs> could have signed him last year. They could have signed him this year. It's clear that that's not somebody that they they value. Yeah, that yeah. Uh, yeah I would need. say it's a bad day for us, but like I mean, like like we've leaned back now. Like we yeah. just you know yeah, like we got what we wanted. And now we're just going to lean back. Not even what we wanted, bro. We got what we absolutely had to do. You could not let Aaron Judge leave. You completely mismanaged him as a prospect, turned star player, all-star MVP. You had to pay him top dollar to keep him because you would have never lived it down letting your one homegrown superstar out of the Baby Bombers go to San Francisco. So they did what they minimum had to do. Now we're waiting on the next move. And it's like, all right. You know, we're an hour away from it being Wednesday, and that makes it a week since Aaron Judge was signed. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I misphrased that, man. No, like, but I'm with you're, you. You're right. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm not you're, trying to be right. I'm just, you know, I'm speaking to it. No, no, no. You're, you're, you're definitely right. Now, uh, about Correa, about like, and Rodan for me, by the way, he is, uh, what was his name, Michael, uh, like, I mean, he is a pitcher that we are going to miss on. He's not going to be somebody who's going to be a, a stud in our, uh, no, no. I don't know. No. I, at Man, this point, I feel like it's taken too he's long. He's Michael Pareda is basically is what I'm saying. Michael Pineda. Michael Pineda's still out there. He's a free agent. Somebody's going to have him. But I feel like if they are going through his medicals and his injury history, they're looking for reasons not to sign him. The Yankees medical team I don't trust anyway. Look at how many injuries and IL stints they've had over the last few years. And now they're, you know, I don't know. You're so right on that, Keith, man. You and I are on the same page there. There's no – I I don't think that the – the health and wellness staff of the Yankees is doing us any favors at all. Nope. But, you know, whatever. Listen, man, it's good to hear your voice. That's it. Cool. Thanks for the call, Matt. Moving right along here. Michael is in Valley Stream, New York on the fan. Hello, Michael. Hey, Keith. How you doing, man? Uh, I'm doing, you know, I'm having a good time talking. I'm very, very upset right now with this Carlos Rodon thing. First of all, let me get to this, this, this whole thing. This guy, these negotiations are dragging out too long now. I know I've seen this movie before. We've seen this movie before. Every time the Yankees drag out negotiations like this, what usually happens? They don't They lose out on a player. How to lose a player in seven days. They can't even like close in on like a mediocre player, let alone a, a, a generational talent. Yeah, they got Aaron Judge back. Great. But look at all the holes that we have. Look. Shortstop, third base, left field, closer. And, 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 and all right, a starting pitcher is not a, a, a glaring need because I think their rotation was a top four rotation last year. It was great. But, you know, you never could have enough pitching, Keith. And this is getting very, very scary. I really believe that the Yankees are going to they're gonna, they're gonna swing in this on Rodon. I don't even know if they're swinging, though. We were supposed to get details of an offer today. Yeah. He's well, put it I, out there that I, I, he I, wants I, to I, play I, for the I, Yankees. That's his preferred yeah. destination, right? Yeah. If if Aaron Judge doesn't want to be a Yankee, they lose him. Yeah, and Judge said he wants 
championship pieces around him. He says, I'm going to sign here, and I'll sign fast, but you got to get new players. Right, I can't carry this team for another yeah, year. So I did it last they year. Are they telling Judge, like, no, we're going to do what we want? I, no, I, they're stubborn. They're the New York Yankees, yeah. and when I talk about their identity crisis, they legit have an identity crisis. One day, they're the big, bad, bad Yankees. Hal Steinbrenner remembered yeah. who he was. He, re- he remembered who his dad was, who his team is, and, and what mm-hmm. type of power they have, and they went out yeah. and got the Judge deal done. But then the next yeah. day, cricket, and now here we are. Yeah. Week, and this it's is like, what happened with Garrett Cole. When they got Garrett Cole... I thought they were going to keep adding it. They did it with Stan. They, they trained the Stan. They make one big splash, and then they say goodnight. Yeah, because you know what? Yet. These Yankees yeah. got to be fiscally responsible. Yeah. It's just like the last big like, offseason we had was 2009 with CC Burnett, to share. Since 2014, then, what have the Yankees done? 2014, they tried to yeah, go 14, for it for Jeter's farewell, and then they missed the postseason, and, and they and haven't season, gone for it too? like that again. It's just one big deal. It was 2017. After 2017, Giancarlo Stan. After 2019, Garrett Cole. After 2022, Aaron Judge. And then what yeah. else? We, we're forced it. to be and bargain see, bin so hunting. These fans. I don't know if you agree with me, but these fans seem like they're satisfied with – just Aaron Judge. They have so many holes on this team, it's not funny. How can you be a Yankee fan and say, I, okay, this is okay here, I'm still going to support them. I don't think there's any Yankee fans that should be on that. I was elated. I, I was so happy to wake up and see the Aaron Judge news at 8.30 in the oh, morning last Wednesday. Too, but. but now it's been a week, so that has worn off. They have to do more. Bringing they Aaron Judge back does not improve the team. Thank you for the call, Michael. Bringing Aaron Judge back does not improve the team. Bringing Aaron Judge back does solidify his legacy, and that's what he said. He told other teams, I'm not going to take dollars over my legacy. If he wanted to leave the Yankees, if he was actually mad enough to leave the Yankees, he would have been gone. And where would the Yankees have pivoted to? I didn't think that they even had a pivot plan. And good, Judge should have been your plan A, B, and C. But once you get him, you got to go get more because he's not going to come through with 62 home runs next year. He's not going to come through necessarily with 131 RBI and game-winning walk-off home runs like he did in the year that he bet on himself to make his family generational wealth. We got to go to the update. Keith McPherson on the fan, man. I'll be right back. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 